0: Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode 95 of Enhancing Human Experience. In this episode, I'm gonna share with you an idea, and this grew out of a conversation that I was having with a friend of mine recently. We've had this conversation before, but it's something that I wanna share with you, and hopefully it will help you arrive at your destination, arrive at you know the person you wanna be, doing the things you wanna do, having the experiences you wanna have, and the things you wanna have, quickly and more easily and like expedite that path because that's what it's all about, right? It's about getting more of what we want easier and taking less time, all of that. And so I want to share with you this idea and I think it'll resonate with you because obviously you're, you know, a creative human being and you're doing the same thing that we're all doing, right? Um, Leveling up our experience and being more of a conscious creator, being more of like a deliberate creator, and not just taking whatever is thrown at us or whatever comes across our path. The other way I like to look at it is like, you know, a ship on the ocean, we can drift into many different places and have many different experiences that might not be what we ultimately want, but we're allowing the whatever prevailing winds to blow us in those in those ways. And our challenge is to turn on the motor or start paddling in a way that's focused and deliberate to where we want to be. And so this idea that I want to share with you, which is essentially planting your flag where you want it to be, right? And not holding back when, when you do that and going right into the heart of, you know, heart of the beast, so to speak, to the person you wanna be, the things you wanna do, and the experiences you wanna have, the life, you know, the business and life that you wanna have. And I think this can be challenging for human beings for a couple different reasons. We could either feel not worthy enough or not ready, or a whole slew of other things that's part of that inner challenge, right? This is what I talk about in my uh, product, The Seven Pillars of Personal Development. You know, We have to have that support structure inside in order to support those extraordinary experiences we want. Otherwise, it will just crumble each time, right? If you put the weight of an amazing experience in any area of your life on a support structure that where you feel unworthy or unready or you don't trust yourself or you're not confident, then it's going to crumble. And we've all probably experienced that. I know I certainly have as we go through life. And one of the things that I think is most important is to do that internal work that no one else sees. That isn't uh, pretty. It's it's not you know extravagant. It doesn't look good in the world. It's all an internal game that no one else sees. But it supports the life that we want. And so, you know, you have we have to have that support structure in place. But this idea of planting your flag where you want it to be, like I said, doing being doing and having the things you want to have. Being very audacious with it and being very bold with it, right? That's the other secret of life, right? Uh, Fortune favors the bold and who dares wins. Going right into the heart of it and doing that thing in your mind first, allowing yourself to have it, knowing that it's for you, right? If you can think about it, if you can come, come conjure it up in your imagination, then it's for you planting your flag where you want it to be. And I'm going to share with you three ideas that I hope will, if you are entertaining any type of doubt, or maybe this this is too much, right? Three ideas about this and about life that I hope will shift your thinking and remove any doubt or trepidation that you may have in your mind about doing this. Now, before we get into the three things, I just want to say that when we're talking about planting our flag where we want to be, one of the things that I think is really important to do, and this is comes from uh, my own errors or my, my own lessons that I've learned in life, is to not make it about the situation or the person or the thing, and, and instead make it about how we want to feel, right? What emotion we want and what experience in our body that we want to have that way that's a flag planted in like the the exact right place because if we don't if we think well I want to plant my flag in this certain job or in this certain industry or in with this person or living in this town that can open us up to delusions of the mind right because we don't know exactly how the mind comes up with these things we don't know if it was some impression we got from someone or something we heard the one of the biggest problems in life is thinking that something or someone or some experience a specific experience is going to make us happy and joyful and blissful and and give us the feeling that we want so when i say plant the flag one of the things that i like to think about is plant it on what you truly want and what you truly want i say i can say this with confidence is to feel good. And what you truly want is to be happy and wake up every day excited and anticipate the day and be really like happy with your life, right? That's what we all truly want. Now, there are a million different avenues to get that, and some of them are not things you've thought of yet. I know in my own experience, some of the best experiences that have ever happened to me in my life is, I didn't think of them. I didn't consciously design them. I didn't sit down for days and days and journal about it and write about it and think about it. It just, an impulse or an idea came into my mind and I acted on that and it turned out to be miraculous, right? An incredible experience. Hopefully you've had an experience like that yourself. And my challenge is, my suggestion is to think about that experience and how wonderful it was and Remember, that's how I think the best things in us, in our lives, happen. Is when we get these ideas from our higher self or our inner being, our all-knowing self, when we're when we've planted the flag where we want it to be, and the, our higher self says, "Okay, I, you want to feel good, you want to be happy, you want to have extraordinary experiences, you want to be in a state of continual bliss. Here's an idea that will help you arrive at that, right? And then we're moved." to do take, to take an action or to go to meet someone or to be in certain place. And that's where we get these serendipitous meetings with a person or whatever, and it just happens to lead us right to that feeling and that experience. So that's my suggestion. And like, like I say, hopefully you've had that happen to you in your life, and I don't have to sell you on that. But again, not allowing our mind, which is prone to error, right? I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's prone to make errors in judgment and not allowing that to be the place where we, you know, not allowing our mind to say, well, you need this thing. You need this to live in this town. You need to be with this person in order to be happy and feel good and be satisfied. I like to look at it as like a bypass. We're bypassing the delusional, you know, potential delusionist, Mind and we're going right to where we what we really want, which is the feeling and to feel good and feel happy. So that's my you know suggestion and my consideration uh, as you go about this this journey. But let's move into these three things that I'm going to try to convince you, if you're not already convinced, to plant your flag where you want it to be. And number one is life can move pretty darn fast. Hopefully, I don't have to convince you of that and especially i've talked with a lot of different people and they all say it feels like life is speeding up and i think that is a result of it, it kind of is right we're we're maybe shedding off a lot of our material i guess attachment or materialness for lack of a better word and leveling up our experience and our our beingness right i mean maybe maybe that's where we're going is less attachment to the material and more more kind of integrating the spiritual side or the ethereal nature of ourselves. And and that's why it feels like it's going faster, because a lot of that materialness can't keep up with those speeds and that, that sensation. Again, not to get too deep into that, but it's just a theory. Lots of people have had that theory, but life moves fast. And if we don't plant our flag where we want it to be from the very get-go, or as soon as we know that we should do so, right, set that goal or the objective or the desire and plant that flag, we could waste time, right? Because if we don't feel we're worthy or if we don't think we're able to get whatever we want, you know, when we might not plant the flag in our desired objective, right, and we might hold back and plant it like halfway there. And my suggestion is don't do that. Even though it may feel very scary, and people talk about this. If you're not scared of your, you know, your objective or realizing your objective, you didn't plant it big enough. My favorite is Richard Branson that says if your goal is not like scaring you, it's not big enough. And so pushing those boundaries because life moves pretty fast and going right to the end, that gives you more time to focus in on that goal. And as I go through here to number three, we'll realize that. It doesn't matter where you plant it. We'll get to three in a moment here. But that's number one. Life moves fast. Don't waste the time. Put it right where you want it to be. Number two, is this ties into number one, and that is, it takes time for anything to come into the world. It takes time for ideas to gestate, or it takes time for things to happen, right? We live in the physical world and when you're pulling ideas from the ether and from the spiritual side and bringing them into the world by your focused attention and your imagination and maybe you're journaling about it too, maybe you're talking about it with a positive expectancy, maybe you're using your imagination every evening before you go to bed as you drift off into sleep, you know, the Neville Goddard tactic of imagining yourself being in that situation you're in a you're in a relaxed state as you're transitioning through those you know your brain is kind of going to sleep as you're as you're transitioning imagining that you're already in that situation you know these are all the practices and techniques that can help us arrive to our circumstances and our experiences faster but there still is a gestation period now if you're a really good manifester if you're really good at tuning out the experiences that you currently have and living in the end and the experiences that you want to have, that gestation period is going to be a lot shorter, isn't it? But it's still going to be a gestation period, right? The other thing I like to think about, and this was something that I mentioned in The Golden Key by Emmett Fox, which is Surprisingly enough, I, I am surprised at this. My most popular podcast. There's like fifteen thousand listens to it to date. And someone asked me in the comment section of YouTube the other day. They said, "You know, you mentioned this person." I say the name really fast, and you say they say you mentioned this person. Who was it? Because I talked about this quote and who I was talking about in that episode. I'm going to share with share it with you now. Is Dr. Treya Siva Baba now? He is one of, or was, is one, I think he's still alive, is one of Wayne Dyer's gurus. And he said something that has really impressed my my mind big time in the last number of years. And he said that gods and angels manifest instantaneously because their mind is perfectly aligned with divine mind. And so, I share that with you here at this, you know, number two, where we're talking about it takes time in a gestation period. The more you can align yourself with your divinity, with your the source of all creation, with God, if you want to call it that, the faster it's going to take, right? Because you're not thinking from a limited human perspective. Do you see that? That's one thing I think about all the time. In my own practice, I think, you know, I'll keep aligned with source energy. And one of the things that I also do, this might benefit you as well, is, you know, I may have these golden key cards, which is the essence of Emmett Fox's golden key. And I don't actually I do have it in front of me right here. So the, the golden key is the essence of it is to stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about God instead. You know, the golden key is a two-page essay. It's really awesome. It's free. You can get it online. Just Google golden key, PDF, Emmett Fox, and you'll find it. But these little cards remind me, and I give these to people if they want one, remind me that, you know, again, when I'm aligned with my humanness, my limited human mind, yeah, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be tough, but all things are possible for God. And what I do, because it's more um, comfortable for me to do this and it removes resistance, is I change the word God to source. And so it reads, well, let me read the whole golden key to you rather than just the, the the heart of it. On this golden key card, which is the condensed version of Emmett Fox's golden key, it says, The golden key to overcoming any difficulty is stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about source instead. Now, of course, Emmett Fox uses the word God, but like I said, I, I change that to source. All that is absolutely essential is to have an open mind and sufficient faith. So that's essentially the three sentences that I pulled out of the golden key and put on the back of these cards. But again, stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about God or source or divine intelligence instead. Whatever whatever resonates most with you. Like I said, it resonates more with me to use the word source, so that's what I do. But this ties in to what Dr. Treya Siva Baba said. The more we're aligned with The divinity and God and like the ultimate source of creation, the faster we're going to be able to do that, right? And that's letting go of our human consciousness or our limitations that we've learned from being in the physical world. And we're always impressed upon by our parents and our family and our friends and general, like collective consciousness, right? And that's why it takes like time and effort to bring things into the material world. This is the same thing that Stephen Pressfield is talking about when he talks about his resistance, or the resistance that we face as creative beings. There's always going to be resistance. Now the question is, the more we align ourselves with Source or God or Divine Infinite Intelligence, the less that resistance can affect us because we're we're far like transcending it. So. When we talk about step two here, that it takes time to cultivate, that think about those things. They really help me as I'm manifesting my own, you know, things that I want. Okay, so let's let's review here. We had number one, life moves fast. Might as well go for what you want and not waste time dilly-dallying or go in halfway with it. Go all in, right? It's a, it's a bold move. I realize that. Number two is it takes time to cultivate. Anything that comes into the material world. Because everything's an idea that is planted in consciousness that then, you know, springs forth and comes into the material world. That's number two. Number three, and the final idea that I want to share with you about this to, that will hopefully convince you to plant your flag where you want it to be, is this. You're not doing it. None of us are actually doing any of the creating or any of the living, right? I really do believe this, and this is a game changer. Has been a game changer in my own experience. We are um, we are allowing ourselves to be moved and to be breathed and to be walked and to be an experience of the one universal consciousness. That's the source. That's God. We're allowing that that to come through us and allowing that to animate us, and we get to choose how it animates us. We get to choose how. We're expressed, right? What what is ex- what we want to express by holding that in our imagination, and this is by being the person, right? Making a conscious choice of who I want to be, what I want to do, and what I want to have. Holding a self-image, holding our self-concept, right? We get to do all the fun stuff. We get to do the deciding. I th- always, when I try to talk about deciding, I always think of George Bush being the decider, but but we really are the deciders. We, we get to decide who, what, when, where, how, all of that. The challenge is to drop all the games, all the limitations we've picked up, and the conditioned states of being, doing, and having, our behaviors and our habits and all that. challenge is to drop all that and align totally with divine mind, align totally with source, and know that that's how it's going to happen, right? So number three, you're not doing it, we're not doing it. We're just deciding what we want it to be, right? And then getting out of the way and allowing that to happen is seriously one of the biggest game changers in my own life. And over time, as you continue to think about that, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm only allowing it to be done because I've made a decision. I wrote down what I wanted. I wrote down who I wanted to be, the experiences I wanted to have, the things I want to create. And I made that intention because that's our really only work is to make that intention and set it. And then I was in a positive expectant state and it started to come into my experiences. And these, these serendipitous meetings, these chance encounters, all of the awesome things that make life that kind of blow your socks off, really that make the human experience. Amazing. Start happening, right? But, but, but we did the work of setting that conscious intention. So, those are my three ideas. Hopefully, to convince you. If there's any um, fear, because heck, I know I've had that fear of wow, this is too much, or I'm not, you know, worthy of this. But then you slowly remove those ideas and thinking from your brain, and say, hey, you know, if you're here now, you're worthy of it. If you're breathing and like a sentient being, you got the ability to do it. Because again, you're not doing it. None of us are doing it. So hopefully those three help convince you to plant your flag where you want it to be and not take these kind of like halfway or go, you know, have a little trepidation and go right to the very end. So that's the podcast. We'll wrap it up. And by the way, if I haven't already said, which I haven't, Merry Christmas. I know we're a little bit late this week on the episode, but I hope you had an awesome Christmas. I hope you got all sorts of amazing stuff. And as we move into the new year, I'm thinking about doing some podcasts that are based upon journaling and helping you clarify, focus, and align your ideas as you go into the new year. And of course, I'm going to be talking a lot about Renew Morning Ritual, which is the simple process that you can get free on my website, gmarkphillips.com, when you sign up to my mailing list. I'm actually going to be revising that a little bit and actually clarifying that a little bit to better help you clarify focus and align and realize the goals and objectives that you want, you know, in the new year. So I'll probably either be doing talking about that in next week's podcast or, you know, in the week after, but pretty close here as I revise that and make it make a new kind of like iteration of that. But again, that's Renew Morning Ritual, you can find it on my website, and it also comes with a 10-minute video where I talk about the process, but One of the things that I've started doing more is journaling more and developing a lot more exercises that will help, you know, impress that consciousness, right? Because what do we know about writing? We know that it is a powerful way to impress our consciousness. You know, speaking is good, feeling is good, but writing is a powerful way to impress our consciousness as well. And so in my own practice, that's one of the things that I'm doing, and then I'm going to share these Um, new ideas and new ways with you in future episodes of the podcast. And one of the products that I have coming out is actually a journal product, fully comprehensive, to help you create the life you want and even go into a day by day, by day basis and break it down. It's going to be like multi, I guess, um, multi useful for planning your day, planning your life, plan every aspect. And it can like grow, expand or contract to however you want it to be, right? Very fluid, very functional digital format, and also paper format, because I'm a big fan of writing stuff on paper. I know some people don't have any paper in their life, and they're just all digital. And I'm kind of half and half. I got one foot in, one foot out. But look for that to be coming down the road at, You know, after the first of the year sometime. I'm really trying to work and push that out. But a little bit of a glimpse, kind of a pre prelude to what's coming in the future episodes of the podcast as we move into 2019 and beyond. So, That's the episode. I really want to thank you for tuning in to this, you know, as we're talking about planting your flag where you want it to be and living in the end, all the good stuff. So we'll wrap it up at that point. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.